Welcome back, Ascenders, to the Ascended Thoughts Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Crane. I figure today is going to be an open love letter to all of you souls out there that feel like you just don't know what you want to do with your life and you are out there beating yourself up, feeling incredibly lost, not knowing which is your direction, if you should turn left, if you should turn right. I I want to talk to you guys specifically, mostly because this was it was a very uh, spontaneously inspired thought. I was taking a shower and like most people know that is when you get your most brilliant of all brilliant ideas and I don't know why I was thinking about this but I, I was and all of a sudden an immense amount of clarity and understanding came over me particularly when it came comes to people that are experiencing feeling lost and every day goes by and it doesn't get any better you feel equally lost and then a year goes by and you have another birthday and you still feel lost and this sort of pressure that builds up in you that you feel like you should know what you want to do by now particularly because you feel like you're old enough to know what it is but for some reason you just cannot figure it out and because of that there is this element of loss that you feel on a perpetual basis this void that inside of you that you always feel because for some reason you think that there's something wrong with you because you don't know what it is that you want to do. And I, I want to talk to you guys um, in particular. One thing that that I've noticed is that, first of all, nobody knows what they want to do. Whether or not that person has the courage to come out publicly and say that is a different thing. Society has taught us that in order to be a productive member of it, that you must be doing something productive, right? Society breeds in you from a very young age this idea and concept of what do you want to do when you grow up? And they start asking you that when you're four, when you're five, when you could just start talking, what do you want to be when you grow up? Society starts indoctrinating and programming children at such a young age to to have to expect themselves to work. Children are five years old going, I want to be a doctor. And even though being a doctor is a beautiful healing profession, why on earth would do we think it's at all necessary to to tell a five-year-old that they need to go to work? And this is an element of society, society teaching you, programming you, the matrix teaching you, programming you that you must work right? This idea of I don't know what I want to do is always pertaining to the idea of working and income and needing to, to take care of yourself in order to be a productive member of society, to go out there and give the government all your money and pay all your taxes, right? That is what it's actually tied to. That is what it's linked to. But if you notice, the majority of people do not know what it is that they want to do. Even people that seemingly have it all together, that seemingly have a career that they like, still don't know what they want to do. And who said that they actually like 
the career. So much of a society is about saving face and, and making it look like you have it together, keeping up with the Joneses. But if you ever go to meet the Joneses, you realize that they are just in a state of predicament that you are in, feeling like they don't know what it is that they wanted to do. And I started thinking in my, in my shower, <laughs> how has this affected me in my life? And I have noticed in, in the midst of my reflection that I have actually lost a lot of relationships in my life due to this as well. I have lost numerous friendships and also numerous romantic relationships, um, boyfriends, um, that due to this idea of having to know what it is that you want to do in life. And, and for me, it always manifests in a situation where I have people looking at me, assuming that I have it all figured out. And I don't have it all figured out. I'm just bumbling through life like the rest of everybody else. I think the difference between me and somebody else is that is the fact that I have a, a sense of humor about it. I always laugh at my screw-ups. I'm always shrugging. I don't really care, right? And because to me, it's just part of the the, the human experience. But people can feel so bad about themselves that the idea of being around someone that seemingly has it together, even though none of us do is enough to trigger such deep insecurities within themselves to want to retreat or withdraw or withdraw out of that relationship. And, you know, in my younger days, I used to be very upset about this because I used to feel like, why are people always judging me for looking like I have something a certain way, particularly when I feel like that's not always true or it's not always the case. I always felt like it wasn't it wasn't fair. And so what I would end up doing, particularly when it came to my dating life, was trying to downplay what it was that I had going on in my life um, as to not trigger the other person into feeling less significant or as not to trigger the other person feeling like they still don't know what to do with themselves or do with their life. And this was always frustrating because I always felt like I didn't know this either. You know, I'm the type of person that has many hobbies on account of the fact that I get bored very easily if my brain isn't occupied. And because of that, I pursue the hobbies because my brain needs to be occupied. But because I'm actively pursuing it, people interpret that as she has it all figured out because they're not pursuing anything of their own. And, but that's not the case at all. And when I started to sort of dev, like delve deeper into astrology and I started working with other people's astrological charts, I started to realize and understand, well, this is why everyone's wired differently. For example, if you were to look at my chart and you would see all my, my, my alignments, you would say to yourself, well, this is why she looks like she has it together. It's really just my, my, my placements, right? It's the energy that I was working with. It was the energy that I chose to incarnate with. And everybody else has different incarnation points. And what I've noticed is that more times than not, people that feel really lost, really just like they just don't know whether or not they're coming or going. I have noticed have these certain placements, these certain celestial placements in their charts that uh, that carry these energies. And when I realized that, I was like, well, that's what it is. You're just a wanderer, right? Like that's what you wanted to do. So for people that understand, don't understand where you're born is your incarnation point, right? So people go, oh, I was born in the United States. Oh, I was born in Italy. I was born in China. No, what you, where you were born is your, your incarnation point. That is where you chose to come in because it had the, the energies that you wanted to use or work with in order to fulfill your soul's purpose and your soul's mission. 
And so you pick the date, you pick the time, and you pick the location in order to in incarnate. And those energies, once you understand your energy, those energies, you work the best in. And a lot of people that, that feel lost usually have placements somewhere on their chart that carry these energies. And I'm just like, you're just a wanderer. That's just what your soul wanted to do. People think that their sole purpose is supposed to be this grand, big thing, maybe like curing cancer. And more often than not, for a lot of people, your soul's purpose is just to explore, right? We are infinite beings. This is an infinite existence. Your soul really just wants to learn. And that comes in the form of exploration. And so for the majority of you that feel like you're resonating with what I'm saying, most likely you're just a wanderer. That's all your soul wanted to do. It just wanted to wander around. It wanted to wander around earth. It wanted to get, can you guys hear that? Is that a train? There's a train here. Is that a, is that a is that a car? What is that? That is awfully rude. I mean, they can totally cut that out. Are they done? I'm not gonna edit this because I don't. I... <laughs> oh no! What was I saying? Because I feel like I was really on one. Um. Um. Yes. So your soul just wants to wander. We are infinite beings. This is an infinite existence. Your soul wanted to incarnate to earth to just wander, to explore it, just to see it. This is probably why you don't have any hobbies that you are particularly passionate about or or uh, particularly like jobs and careers that you particularly want to pursue. You have to also think about it from this perspective as well. We are not made to work, right? Working in the concept of work or career, this concept of a nine to five, 40 hour work week, if you're lucky is very much a matter and a, a, an aspect of the program. It's 100% an aspect of the program. And you're not supposed to be working, right? We're supposed to, to live in community, to share resources. This planet has everything that we actually need to prosper. We don't actually have to go to work. It has everything that we need to eat, to sustain healthy lives, for shelter, we're not supposed to work. This is what society has convinced you you should be doing. So it is not unreasonable for you to have not to be in a position where you feel like you cannot come up with an idea of what it is that you want to do or something that you are incredibly passionate about pursuing because it's not part of your nature. It's not part of anybody's nature. Even people who have climbed the rungs of their career ladder get to the top and are still incredibly unfulfilled and unhappy because it's not part of their nature. It's not it's not normal. It's not a state of, of equilibrium or energetic balance for us to work our whole lives just to have 10 years off while we're old and brittle and willing, uh, willowing away. That's not normal. So for all of you guys that are out there just kind of, kind of feeling like you're just bumbling through life, this is my, my love letter to you. And to let you know that it's okay and spirit says it's okay because we are all wanderers. And for some people, you may feel it more intensely and others most likely because of your energetic placements, but also because of the fact that you are infinite beings with an infinite experience. You are spiritual beings. You're very expansive. You're very powerful. So of course, when you incarnate into this earthly realm, this 3D realm, this, this, this third dimension, right? This third dimension is lacking in so many things 
there's some beauty there, but your soul knows that things can be so much more beautiful, so much more magnificent, so much more awe-striking than what it is here. So if you're not inspired by anything that you come across on this earthly world, in this matrix, do not beat yourself up over it because it's this is so unbelievably insignificant when you compare it to how how big you are, how wide you are, how breathtaking you are, how powerful you are. When you look at how expansive and beautiful your actual light is, of course you feel that all of this is just completely insignificant and none of it is, is, is catching your eye whatsoever. This is not your fault. This does not mean that you're lost. This does not mean that you're never going to figure it out or get it together. The idea that you're supposed to figure out what you want to do in life in order to make money is very much a societal expectation that's put on you. It's a way to maintain control. It's a way to keep you in line. It's a way to convince you that you are supposed to be in a ball and chain. It's a way to limit your personal freedom and power. And when you feel that way, you are being subjected to the confines of this society and societal expectations, but it is not you and it is not your fault. We are all wanderers. We are all here for a momentary visit. Some of us are just here on vacation. When we look at the fact that we are eternal beings, this lifetime isn't even a blip in space-time. Not even a blip. Not even a dot. This lifetime is incredibly... I'm not going to say insignificant and because when you're here, it feels very significant, right? When you're here, everything that, that happens feels so, so deeply, deeply personal. And it's supposed to because part of this experience, us being spiritual beings here, is us being spiritual beings living and experiencing that human experience. So we are going to experience all aspects of that from every single angle. But we are infinite. We are infinite, and this existence is not even a blip in space-time. It's not even a blink of an eye, right? And so we really have to remind ourselves that we're just visiting. We're just checking it out. We're just scoping it out. And for all of you guys that have been beating yourself up over not knowing what to do with your life, remind yourself that you're here visiting. You're scoping it out. So approach it from a different perspective. Say, think of it as a vacation. Like, for example, I want to go to Bora Bora, right? Don't know when that's going to happen, considering the fact that, you know, the state of the world and whatever. But if I were to go to Bora Bora, I would plan things that I would want to do, right? What do I want to see, right? I would make it fun. I wouldn't make it a work thing. Just what do I think is going to be really pretty that I want to lay my eyes on? Look at approach life as a, as a vacation. What do you want to see? right? And what you can want to see could be something so tiny. It could be like, oh, I heard about this thing called painting. I never took out painting before. I wonder what that's like. Maybe that's fun. Maybe it sucks. Maybe I hate it, but let's go check it out. Look at everything as an excursion, right? Or as a, a vacation destination. Not everything has to be so deeply personal, right? We're just here to observe. We're here to learn. We're here to gain more wisdom. So when it's time for us to graduate and return back to where we actually come from, which is of the stars, we can go and add that wisdom to the collective consciousness and share it because we are originally community based, right? It is not 
your fault that you don't know what it is that you want to do. No one knows what it is that they want to do, right? People live full, 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 full lives, become elders, their hair turns gray, and they're on their deathbed upset because they never figured out what it was that they were supposed to do. The reason why you can't figure out what it is that you're supposed to do is simply because that there's nothing to conf- there's nothing to figure out, right? You're just here to experience it, no matter what it is. There's a real truth to the idea of taking things one step at a time, or one day at a time, right? Or one bite at a time. Those that type of wisdom exists across all cultures and 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 every language. There is some sort of translation for it. It's ancient, ancient, ancient wisdom. Just take it one day at a time. You're not supposed to have the answer. And because society starts asking you at five years old, what do you want to be when you grow up? You have turned into adults being mistaken, thinking that you should have an answer to this question when none of us have an answer to this question. And none of us are supposed to have an answer to this question. It's too definitive. It's too linear right? So much of us, because we're infinite, we're not linear. We're not on one straight line. We're not a ruler. We are infinite beings. One thing about this this society is that it works really, really hard to create order out of things it doesn't know. And when you start to lay your eyes on a bunch of people that are talented in other areas and, 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 and whimsical, and you can see the power that they hold, you would want nothing more than to figure out a way to dim their light and make them feel like they don't actually have this power. And it starts in grade school. You're very, very little. And all of a sudden people start telling you that you must be a productive member of society, that you must work until you die. And they start this narrative at a very, very, very young age. And then when you get to the end of high school, for example, right? Then they say, well, what college do you want to go to? What do you want to study? And then you get to college. Well, what job do you want to get, right? And then they expect you to get a job and want to climb the ranks of that. And goodness gracious me, if you realize you hate it and you want to quit, and has anybody noticed that even now, you know, with younger generations, particularly millennials, but I've noticed that this happens with all of the younger generations. It happened with Gen X, it's happening with millennials. It's going to happen when Gen Z, when they get older, you're going to see all this news about all of a sudden this particular generation is killing various industries and that they don't want to work because they no longer want to be subjected to the matrix. And you're going to start seeing more of this specifically now that we are transitioning into the age of Aquarius, right? Which is the age of information, but also the age of innovation. So you're going to have new stories being thrown at you all the time saying things like this, but you're also going to be seeing it heightened because people are going to be more innovative in their per- in their personal lives and they're going to be finding ways to create their own businesses or create um, income flows that work best for them that maybe traditional society says you shouldn't actually be doing. And so we're going to start seeing a lot more of this, but I want you guys to know that there's nothing abnormal about what it is that you're experiencing. This is very much an experience that everybody has. And it's very, very normal. It's part of the human experience. If you came here and you had the answers to all the questions, then there would be no need for you to have a human experience. What is it for? At that point, right, you would just be wasting everybody's time. Why would you need to incarnate if you have the answer to that question? question. It's not fun. 
If you have the answer to the question of what I'm supposed to be doing, it's not fun, right? We are not supposed to be doing anything but experiencing the joys and the pleasures of human existence, but society has taught you otherwise. And so part of going into the new age of Aquarius, you will be realizing that you will be deprogramming yourself. Part of your ascension journey, part of your awakening, you will be deprogramming. You will start looking at different aspects of society, different aspects of rules and structures and questioning why all of them exist in the first place and start to understand that it was all there as a method of control. Nothing more, nothing less. It was simply there to, to keep you in line. You think that if everybody was running around knowing their truth and what it was that they wanted to do, you understand how 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 dangerous that could appear to the powers that be. That's not what they want you to do. They don't want you to experience your own personal freedom. And your own personal freedom can literally just be the fact that you want to be free, right? That could be what you want to do. I just want to be free. I just want to sleep a lot, right? I like naps. I want to eat for days. And you know what? This isn't something that would be weird for a soul's experience, right? Anybody have a pet at home, a cat? a dog, what do they do all day? They sleep and then they wake up and then they eat and then they go back to sleep. And it's the most peaceful and calm existence. This is normal. For those that feel like you just don't want to do anything at all and maybe you feel bad about that, like why don't I want to do something? Maybe that's just it. Maybe you don't want to do anything. Maybe part of your joy for your soul is just experiencing things as they come because that is the human existence is just experiencing humanity as humanity is, right? It's not necessarily meant to be so productive in such a way that society has convinced us it's supposed to be. So it's a little bit of a food for thought. I want you all to stop beating yourself up over it. I want you all to start understanding that it is normal. And people that look like they have their life together don't. They may have it together on a on a matrix level. They may have it together on a societal level. They may have accomplished all the things that society told them that they were supposed to accomplish, but they are probably not happy and or fulfilled, right? So maybe a good way of looking at it, you know, instead of going, well, what am I supposed to be doing with my life? Maybe ask yourself, well, what would simply make me happy? What would simply make me fulfilled? What can I do that would bring me joy? And you will find that it is the simplest of things. Sometimes it's going into a park and going for a light walk and looking at flowers, right? Because maybe you're the type of person that finds beauty in natural things. And that's it. And that's your purpose. It doesn't have to be this grand gesture, right? You don't have to be contributing anything right? You're supposed to be experiencing that human experience. And if you're so stuck in a nine to five, 40 hour work week, there is nothing about that that is actually experiencing the human experience. It's actually the opposite. It's preventing you from experience the joys and the pleasures that this particular existence has to offer. So that's some, that's some food for thought for you guys. Because I feel like that's that's a that's a deep one and something that that everybody, everybody, everybody deals with. It doesn't matter how old you are, what generation that you're from, young, old, this is something since since modern day society has developed is is a product of that. 
So I want you guys to walk away from this, from this episode, being able to pat yourself on the back with the understanding that there is absolutely nothing wrong with you. And the only thing that has an expectation on you figuring out what it is that you're supposed to do is society. And if you are already in the process of exiting the matrix anyway, then my question to you is, what does that matter? 